Hello friends, welcome to the shed. On Thursday, my day was absolutely gorgeous. Such a beautiful day today and I got to drive kind of all over the back country of West Virginia and if you haven't been here, West Virginia is one of the few states in the United States where there is uh, large uninterrupted sections of scenery because we're such a large state with so low population that with hills and mountains and it's just gorgeous. Um, you don't really get to see that sort of stuff everywhere. So I got to drive around in that today and, and really just take in the beginning of autumn. My This is my favorite season, by the way. Um, and it just it's just it's refreshing. So how was your day? I'd love to hear about it in the comments down below. Um, do you enjoy autumn? Is that your sort of thing? What is your favorite season even? Or we can talk about seasons down there or uh, anyway. So... Uh, tell me about your day. Tell me what you think about autumn. And, yeah, we'll have a conversation about it. I want to tell you a story. And this story is about an airline. And I'm not going to point uh, fingers, per se. Let's just talk about that. If you've, if you've traveled for any number of times, you've probably encountered delays, cancellations, uh, reroutes. All, all sorts of problems happen when you travel frequently. Um, luckily, for the most part, when you get a plane ticket, you get your ticket, you go, you fly, you're done. But when a, when a inconvenience happens, it sucks. It really sucks. Delays and cancellations and reroutes and having to stay overnight in weird places. That It happens. Um, and... This is about, it's about United, but it's not about United. United sold me the ticket, but through their Star Alliance program, uh, the, the particular airline that this issue is for Silver Airways, okay? Which is like a Star Alliance member that feels like United, but it's not United and whatever. And you know what? Yes, I flow United, and you probably hate United, and I probably hate American Airlines, but you love them. Whatever. You know, we all have this really egocentric view of our particular favorite things, and if our thing that we aren't favoriting uh, discomforts us in any way, then we immediately assume that it discomforts everybody equally, and they must be garbage. That's not the case. That's just human beings. We don't have a world perspective. We have, like, an individual storyline, right? So... For me, uh, all airlines suck. They're all terrible. I've had bad experiences on every single one of them. And so I don't really care who I fly with. It's especially this particular trip. It's from here to Atlanta. It's only like a four-hour flight total that with because I have to stop. And uh, so I, I don't give a crap who I'm flying with. It's not like I need to be pampered for a four-hour flight. I just need to get any plane that gets me to where I'm going. So... I shop for price. And in my area, I happen to live in this area of West Virginia that um, it's kind of, we call it the Tri-Cities, whatever. There's three communities that exist along about a 40-mile or 30-mile stretch of the interstate. Uh, Fairmont, where I live, is in the middle with about 18,000 people. Clarksburg, below us, um, has about 14,000. And then Morgantown has like 25 to 40, depending on if the kids are in college or whatever. So there's, there's less than 100,000 people that live in north central West Virginia. 
And so it's a very small population, and because of that, we don't have an airport. We have little municipal airports. What we do have, though, is an FBI center. We have NASA. Those are the two, FBI and NASA. So there are government flights continuously from here to Washington, D.C. and back all the time. And so if I want to fly, I either fly out of here or I fly out of Pittsburgh, which is like an hour and a half north. Now, that's an international airport. It's no big deal. But sometimes, like a trip to Atlanta, is actually cheaper to fly through my little municipal airport than it is to fly to Pitt, from Pittsburgh. Why? I don't know. Um, and by the time you factor in the fuel mileage to Pittsburgh, parking, which I don't have to pay for at my little municipal, all that stuff. Yeah. So for this particular trip, I'm going to Atlanta at the end of this month. And I bought a plane ticket two months ago, or a month and a half ago, when we first decided that we were going to do this show. I immediately bought the ticket because ticket prices usually... You don't miss out, but whatever. I get an email last week. You need to call us, Mr. Dodd. Okay. So I call United. Hi, I, you know, go through all the menus, and there's no menu option for you told me to call you, right? So I just keep hitting zero. I get, um, you know, a person who doesn't speak very good English, and I tell her, I don't know why I'm calling you. You told me to call you. And she's not understanding. And I was like, I got an email that says I needed to call you. And here's my number. So I give her the the confirmation code. And she goes, oh, okay. And she, she says, I'm going to put you on hold while I look something up. I said, okay. She comes back and she's like, you need to call Silver Airways. Because this is concerning their flight from Clarksburg to Washington, D.C. Okay. So she gives me their number and stuff. So I call them. And I give them my thing. And he goes, so why are you calling me? And I'm like, I don't know. That's what United told me to do. And he's like... Uh, there's nothing he's like okay let me tell you what's happening uh we don't service your airport anymore <laughs> okay so so i've had cancellations i've had delays i've had reroutes i've had um you know standbys all that stuff i've had all of the various flying problems you can have stuck on runways for extended periods of time but never because an airline doesn't fly to my airport anymore that's just bizarre. We're just, we don't we don't service that anymore. Okay, so I call United back and I get a different person who speaks slightly better English but still not very good. And we have a conversation and I, it goes fairly well, except that she goes, "Okay, let me look this up." Yeah, we don't have any option to fly you out of where you're going. So what can we? Where can we look out elsewhere? And I said, "Well, Morgantown. I was flying out of Clarksburg, which is here. Morgantown's here, and I'm in the middle." Like, Morgantown's an equal distance to me, so do you still service Morgantown? Mm-hmm. We sure do. And the funny thing is, if I got on a plane in Clarksburg and flew to D.C., it usually went to Morgantown first and then to D.C. And it was cheaper than if I went from D.C., from Morgantown straight to D.C., and that was the case this time. She comes back on the phone. She goes, okay, Mr. Dodd, we're not going to charge you a transfer fee because it's our blah, 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 blah. But we do need to collect $33 for the difference in fares. And I'm like, you're not collecting anything. Like, I bought this ticket months ago. It's not my fault that you don't service my airport anymore. Why am I paying you $33? And, well, that's just the policy. And, like, this is a cancellation, right? Like, isn't there some sort of, you know, don't I deserve some sort of compensation, well, sir? And she really just, eventually I was like, fine, take my $33. I don't think this is right. I think you owe me money for screwing up my travel plans. 
granted, it's not that different. Um, I will be arriving in Atlanta later that day than I had expected to, but it's not really a big deal. But still, have you ever had your flight canceled because they don't go to that airport anymore? Is that a thing? That's I. Anyway, I just wanted to share the story. I, I talked about it kind of on social media the other day and people were asking some questions and I, and I answered, but I didn't really tell everybody what it's about. So that's the story. United Airlines, if you're watching this, that was some pretty shitty customer service, honestly. It's actually terrible. So is every other airline. Yeah. So let's talk about your travel woes in the comments down below. Tell me uh, similar stories in, in your past. I have some good stories I could tell about travel if you're interested in travel. If you want to hear those stories, please give this video a thumbs up and that'll let me know that I'm supposed to tell you more travel stories because I have quite a few of them. Um, I don't know if you guys like story time. I enjoy the story time stuff where I just get to tell you these crazy adventures that I've been on. Um, if you do enjoy it, again, hit that thumbs up button. That lets me know that you like this content and you want to see me continue doing it. Please tell me about your travel plans in the, in the or your travel woes in the comments. Tell me about your day. Let's have a conversation. That's why we're here, right? Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming back as always. Uh, don't forget, if you're new here, hit that subscribe button. We do this every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you so much. I will see you tomorrow. Hey, Doc, wait. I want to ask you something. Today's random fact comes from Wired.com. What animal smells like popcorn? Uh, binturongs smell like popcorn. I am probably mispronouncing that. Or popcorn smells like binturongs. I guess it depends on your perspective. Either way, when I stopped by the enclosure of the large blue-gray bear cat at the San Diego Zoo last month, the warm, buttery scent was unmistakable. Okay, when I saw the word binturong, sorry, B-I-N-T-U-R-O-N-G-S, I thought of like a lizard or something, not a, a blue-gray bear cat. Does anybody, do you go, have you ever smelled a binturong? Does it smell like popcorn? <laughs>